Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DCU Penn's finest. Unfortunately, we are without Chris today, but it's not for bad reason. He's just enjoying himself on a cruise. So, Chris, once you see this, live it up, you know. Hope to have you back next week. Uh, but don't worry, he'll still have some content coming out this weekend for y'all, no doubt. Um, however, for the meantime, me and Danny are going to hold it down. So today, obviously, we're going to do NBA Weekly. It's part of the daily schedule along with Summits Plummets. Uh, and then we're going to be predicting the next two weeks in the NFL, see how the rest of the schedule is going to play out. And that'll build what we think will be the final playoff picture. And then we will go from there. Of course, we're going to preview Week 17 uh, within this. So it's kind of like a, a two-for-one type of segment. Week 17, hots and locks. Uh, and then we'll do week 17, summer savings. But the bulk of this, we're really just going to be talking about last two weeks of the season. How do we think things are going to play out? Uh, but before we get into any of that, uh, summer saving or summer's plummets almost jumped the gun. Uh, summer's plummets, Danny. Yeah, Chris is on Christmas vacation. What up, Bank? Um, as Chris That's always does on the show. So, yeah, um, summit of the week. The NFL last two week stretch could not be any more fun to watch unravel. I think this is probably the most fun we've seen happen in the last two weeks of the season in a long time, to my memory. I don't remember where there was like six, seven teams that we didn't know what the playoff was. I feel like the last few years we knew the five or six teams locked up. And a lot could change, so. I like it. Yeah. Um, as we were just discussing a little bit before this, you know, um, so how many contenders are there really? There's obviously a lot of playoff contenders. Super Bowl contenders uh, seems to be a premium at the moment, uh, especially with the way last night's uh, Ravens-Niners game went. It seemed like the Niners were – head and shoulders above everybody else. And then the Ravens seem head and shoulders above them. So it's like, where are we at as a society? Um, so yeah, we need to figure it, it out. Yeah. It's like the Browns beat the Ravens and then the Browns also beat the Niners. So, you know, it, it's a, it's a good time for parody. I guess you could say in the, in the NFL, I would agree. Um, now what's the plummet though? Oh, plummet. I feel like I'm getting old, man. Uh, 
Like, so someone said MH. You know what that slang means? Shout out to Myra. He's on the show. MH? Yeah. I have no my, clue. My heart. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Nah, bro. Ain't nobody saying that. That You're not old, bro. People are just dumb. Hmm. I was in like, my, I was like, what does that in mean? In my humble opinion. No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's fake. That's not real. My it, that's heart. what I'm saying. Get I, get I feel like here. people abbreviate new things every day and call it, I don't know, but I feel like I'm getting old. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think we old. You just old because you got to walk around on crutches all day. Um, Right, I guess, baby. all right, well, I guess for my summit, can't complain. Eagles won on Christmas. Celtics win on Christmas. Uh, two parlays hit. Just had a great Christmas. Hat collection went up. You know what I'm saying? Got two of, two of my faves. Oh, two of my new faves right here. Two of these beauties. Um, uh, Tua is one of his new faves as well because they beat the Cowboys. I'm not that kind of fan, so... I good for Tua. I, I good for Tua because I like Tua. So, uh, but I'm not actively rooting against the Cowboys. I'm just it just it doesn't mean that much to me to be quite honest. But yeah, I know that's kind of uh, wild. I, I think it's kind of funny because I support the Ravens. I'm like the opposite of that kind of fan. We I'm were like, having the, so we were having that kind of talk. Me, Louis, Giovanni. We was like, who is that one player for y'all? That's like. Yo, why do you have to be on that team? And for Giovanni, Lamar. it's Lamar. It's for Lewis, Lamar. he said. For Lewis, he said it was Lane Johnson. For me, I was like, it's Ceedee Lamb. But at the same time, like I really don't care that he's a cow. Like I do care he's a cowboy. I obviously wish he was Eagle, but I'd root for uh, him he, wherever he went. He goes, so it doesn't how, matter. Howie Roseman, it could have been an Eagle. That's not really how. I, I mean, you could blame a guy for not trading up, but in my opinion. It's more so, all right, you didn't take him. Just make the right choice when it's your turn, and obviously you know how that went. Um, but I would say uh, my plummet is kind of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were, what, 8-4 or something like that, and they were in 8-3 prim- in prime control to take the one seed in the AFC, and they have just not looked the same. They haven't looked good all year, to be quite honest. Uh, offense is not hitting the strides we thought they would be hitting. Um, and, and Trevor Lawrence has not taken the leap we thought he would take, and I'm not one like he's gonna be fine. I think he's still gonna end up being a really good quarterback in this league. I think he has a chance to be the best quarterback in the league at some point in his career. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, maybe we just crowned him a little too soon. Uh, but yeah, yo, that's pretty much it for me. On that. all I have to say is they. Took that terrible towel and they start wiping their butt with it. Since then, I believe they're two and five. You don't do that. You don't do that. I'll take that terrible towel and take a shower with it and wipe my ass too. You could because the Eagles, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars cannot do that. Who are the Steelers? We have we have Black Magic. Yeah, sure. Nine and eight and missing out on the playoffs is uh. That's Black t- Magic, baby. That's definitely black magic, ain't it? Let's talk about the NBA. So yesterday we had a plethora of NBA games, obviously for NBA Christmas, and that's kind of what we're going to be diving in on for the most part. Um, I guess we could yeah, start. Right. I want to kind of start with the Knicks-Bucks game. Obviously that game was first. Jalen Brunson had a phenomenal game, 38 points. They take down the Bucks. 
the instant reaction by by Knicks fans is that, oh, I bet be- Becky looks real dumb now, but that wasn't her point. Even in her original statement when she said that Jalen Brunson cannot be the best player on a championship team, she said, this is an all NBA level player still. Like, this is still a really good player. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just like they're not, they're choosing not to get the point. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. I think Jalen Brunson, if you're talking about value to a team, he's arguably one of the most valuable players in the league that he brings to the Knicks. The Knicks without Jalen Brunson are a borderline playing team. I feel that. I feel that. Because I don't know I don't know if people are ready for the conversation. The value that he brings to this team, he's a borderline they're a borderline playing team without him. Well, they made the playoffs without him before. Julius Randle shows he's he can be the number one on a team that can make the playoffs. Here's where the difference is, though. When they if they want to be a title contender, this this is where I I guess I can see the parody. Okay, if you take Jalen Brunson off of the Knicks, all of their title hopes are gone. But even with him there, how thick, how big are their chance? How good are their chances to make it out of the Eastern Conference? I can't say they're great. And could Jalen Brunson be the number one on on a championship team? You'd have to like, you'd have to get like the best possible guys that are just below his level. Like you'd have to have like five Jalen Brunson level ish players on the court for him to do that. And that's fine. Like that is okay. Not everybody's a number one. Nobody expected Jalen Brunson to be a number one on a championship team. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, just like. like, to be honest, Jalen Brunson could play the Jamal Murray to someone else's Jokic. I I one hundred percent agree. He could be the number two on a championship team. If he was maybe still with Luca, maybe they could have figured that out. I don't. The defense obviously a little questionable if he was still there, but he could be the yeah absolutely. He could be the number two on a championship team. If an elite three level scorer can get to the line. Uh, can make play, can can playmake, and imagine if he was with somebody who is already the primary playmaker. Now his role is deduced a little bit. That's why Jamal Murray, like in the playoffs, he looked like such. He is a good playmaker, no doubt, but he looked like an even better playmaker because he's the secondary role. So, um, yeah, I absolutely agree. I love that take that he could be, you know, the number two. Like he could be a Jamal Murray. Like Jamal Murray isn't the, uh, you know the most flashy number two in the league. You know, he's not Paul George. He's not uh, Anthony Jaylen Brown. Davis. He's not Jalen Brown. He's not – he might Tyrese not – I don't, I don't think – yeah, I don't think he's Tyrese Maxey. Um, now, Murray obviously has a lot more playoff success than some of those guys, but if we're talking just player for player, you know, who could you sub in for Jamal's Murray spot in Denver and they'd still win a championship? There's a lot of guys. I think Jalen Brunson could be one of them. I absolutely agree. As for the other side of things, uh, the Bucks, it's not too much to hate on. I mean, to be quite honest, they have seemed to have figured it out. The defense, yeah, they it's a it's a Mickey Mouse stretch, but it was still a good stretch defensively for them that I liked. Um, started to just figure things out. Uh, Dame starting to find his footing in Milwaukee, so. None to really say there. We want to go Denver and Golden State. Jokic is um, 
Jokic is cold. Like he he's in a legit inefficient streak. I can't believe my eyes because he's the king of efficiency. Um, but you know when you when you go through a, uh, a slump like that, and you luckily you have guys that pick you up, um, and you also get to play the Warriors. Uh, you seem to be okay. Do you know Curry's only scored over twenty on Christmas once? That's insane. Like I, I can't believe my eyes. This is one of the best players of all time. But this one day, Kendrick Perkins says uh, he just must want to be with his family. Like that's all he could think. Like he wasn't aggressive yesterday. He wasn't attacked. Like like he. I don't know. Like uh, yes, he is an amazing off ball. Like we know this. But it's different when you're off ball and you're not trying to go back to get the ball. Um, he just looked entirely different. But as for the Nuggets, I mean, KCP shooting the lights out. Michael Porter Jr. shooting the lights out and playing defense. He had two huge uh, blocks. Uh, I believe one was on one was on Clay. I know that for sure. That was that was the really good one. Um, Denver. I mean, at this point in the season, I if they're still if they're favored to repeat. I wouldn't doubt it. I think they're fully capable of beating anybody in the West in a seven-game series. And anybody who comes out the East, I, I think with Yoke on his game, I think the firepower to do it. They don't have the most amazing bench in the world. You kind of got like Peyton Watson coming off the bench, Christian Brown coming off the bench, and those are like your two main guys. You might have to go like seven-man lineup, but like, you know um, – I think you can afford to do that, especially if it gets like how many teams in the West are really that deep anyway. So um, I don't know if you had any words on that one. I mean, not really. I think you said everything that has to be said there. Um, the The West is unique. It's, West is unique. Not, the West is like. I'm trying to get an NFL it, comp. It, I can't even it, find one. It's supposed to be like, you know, a super stacked conference, but believe it or not, there's just a lot of a lot of bad teams, record-wise at least, not to really, you know, just dunk on them. Uh so looking at the Western Conference, um, you know. Oh, so you have like like right now you have a Lakers team that's supposed to be a contender, sixteen and fifteen. And they were riding the high of the in season tournament. Like we're like, oh yeah, this is what the Lakers will look like at their absolute best. And it seems like they've fallen flat on their face. Right below them in the Pacific Division, Warriors, fifteen and fifteen, because their defensive anchor wants to be a UFC fighter. And you already had not a lot of depth, not a lot of good defenders. You're kind of banking on Kaminga stepping up and being one of your best bench scorers, and it just hasn't played out. Uh, at least right now, it hasn't played out. Um, Clay developing a little bit more consistency over the last couple games, but um, for the most part, this season has, seems to be uh, seems to be my laundry. Seems to be the dishes, uh, the way he's washed. And then you have the Suns. This was supposed to be the best big three in the league. Beal, Booker, KD. They're 14 and 15. Yeah, they haven't played a lot of minutes together. When they have played together, they've played 14 minutes together all year. Their net rating is 23, I believe. Plus 23, which is phenomenal. Why can't y'all get on the court together? Because it's a problem when you're not on the court together. Because you guys are banking on this big three. And now you have no depth. 
because you usually can't get both. Same thing with Boston. Boston's top starting five and Al Horford, that's an amazing like six-man lineup. Sam Hauser, it's an okay seven-man lineup. Peyton Pritchard, we're getting a little shaky eight-man lineup. And but during this stretch, they found a way to, you know, involve more guys. I'll get to that later. But to the rest of the West, I mean, Mavericks 18 and 12. I think that's pretty good, especially with no Kyrie the past couple games. Two-game win streak. Uh Luca, who we'll talk about more uh when we really get into Suns Mavericks. Um, Rockets are 15 and 12. They're ahead of schedule. Uh, we'll say this though. Grizzlies, your Grizzlies, nine and nineteen. We're six and nineteen, three and zero since Mr. Morant came back. What is your thoughts on what people have been saying? They said if the six and nineteen Grizzlies end up making the playoffs, John Morant needs some MVP love. He can't win MVP, right? Because he uh, he doesn't meet the minimum requirement for game, right? Uh, how many? To... He missed twenty five and. Don't you need to meet 60? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. You got It's like a 62 to 65 like threshold. Yeah, you're correct. However, let's say we scrap that. So let's say he plays every game for the rest of the year. He's sitting at, what, 57 games? Do you, they will never make an exception. They, they, they can't make an exception. On they wouldn't make an exception. Well, they wouldn't make an ex- exception, but let's just discuss it. He played 57 games. They start 6-9 and nine team. He if they if you want to make the playoffs in the West, you gotta have at 45. least I want to let's say 45 wins. So if they get 45 wins, that'll what they would go 45 and 37. So estimated from his return would be they would be 39 and what 18? I think the Celtics I think, last year. You would genuinely have to give him some MVP respect, and not even like since he's come back, it's just different vibes. And he hasn't even got to play with Smart yet, from what from what I know. I don't think he's got to play with Marcus Smart yet. Uh, when was their last game? It was okay, twenty third. They played the Hawks. They put up one twenty five. Um, Ja, I'm pretty sure puts up thirty. Desmond Bain puts up 37 with him. Jaron Jackson puts up 20. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, he hasn't even played with Marcus Smart yet. So they're not even, these Grizzlies aren't even at the peak of their defensive capabilities. They don't have a former defensive player of the year on the court right now. They have another defensive player of the year on the court actively. I, I, I don't know. I think this team, not only do I think they'll get into the playoffs, but kind of, it's funny enough. Because they were the team last year that, like, you had to play the Lakers. If you have to play the Lakers in the playoffs, like, you're going to have trouble because, like, they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA coming into the postseason. This year, they're that. Because it's such the bad start, I think if a team has to play, like, a play-in Grizzlies or, like, a six-seed Grizzlies, it's going to be tough. And I think it'll be I think it'll be a really tall task. I think Jaws got them right. And all the narratives that they're worse with, or they're better without Jaw finally put to bed. But let's talk. Uh, we could talk about um, the Celtics Lakers game just because we're gonna uh, just for a little bit. We'll try to wrap up these last three Christmas games. Um, Celtics going to LA, get a win. Depth, like I just said, it's a little shaky. But during this stretch, they've been trying different guys. 
Lamar, Lamar Stevens has got a crack at some minutes. Uh, Kata has gotten some crack at some minutes, which I think he's been really good off the bench for Boston. He's super athletic. He likes to get after it on the boards. Not the greatest, not the most graceful guy around the rim, but um, I thought he did pretty well. Derek White, eh, phenomenal. Kristaps Porzingis definitely deserves to be the third All-Star uh, for Boston in the in the All-Star game, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if you had any any thoughts on that game, either either Celtics or Lakers. Um, um, I actually wasn't unable to watch the Celtics Lakers game just because the Eagles were on. Um, fair, fair. If you, yeah, that's fair. I I figured you did actually. You you did watch uh NFL Christmas. I'm afraid. I mean, it's kind of hard. Um, the NFL Christmas. I usually watch NBA Christmas, but NFL Christmas is rare. It's one every few years. Um, next year we won't have NFL Christmas. It's on a Tuesday, so. You have to say no. It'll be on Wednesday, leap year. Correct. Um, but and they still might do it. Actually, apparently, apparently they're they're looking to make Christmas NFL Christmas a a yearly thing, which I'm not a fan of necessarily. But Wednesday football. Uh, that's what we call the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ravens back in pandemic year. Wednesday, three p.m. or was it four p.m. Something like that. Midday, uh, dude. I, I don't know. Elite, elite times, elite times. Eleven and zero. Pittsburgh Steelers finished the year what? Twelve and four. Correct. Because y'all lost to Commanders, Bengals twice, and Bills. Something like that. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, to wrap it up, I don't really. I would love to talk about the Sixers like we always do, but I can't take anything away from their that game. And B didn't play. Jimmy didn't play. Maxi had a stinker. Jaime Hakez, though. Jaime Hakez. Letting it be known. Those four-year guys, if you're a contender, don't draft uh, a potential kid. Draft a four-year, three-year guy who who knows what it takes. Not, not Zach Eady, though. No, not, no, Jaime is a baller. Like, there's clear difference, and you know that as well. Uh, yeah, we know that. You know. Yeah, 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 no. Uh, and last thing, uh, what does Luca got to do to be the best player in the world? Because at this point, the man is out. He, the man is rivaling his 2K numbers. He is the best player in the world. How about that? You think he's the best player in the world? Are we talking right now? Or is it like this just his title, like flat out? Problem is, I think he got to have an MVP. He's got to win MVP this year. And it's going to be tough. I agree. Joel's averaging think, 35 and, and 12, and he's my MVP right now. He's everyone's MVP right now. I don't – oh, well, not everyone. Apparently, I talked to one of my friends. He said that Rudy Gobert should be the MVP of the league because he makes the, the Timberwolves better. Oh, okay. Yeah, a guy who, logic, a guy who, look, I get what you're saying. No. <laughs> the I told him with that logic. probably still make the playoffs without him. I told him with that logic. Like Aaron Donald's MVP, yeah. Like Mav, uh, Mavs are lottery. lottery no, with that logic, TJ Watt is the MVP. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like no, you you can't necessarily do that. You could call him the least valuable the way he is on offense, but uh, with Luca, I think if he wins MVP, get me to a Western Conference Finals. I have no argument. Like. 
I will call him the best in the world. And I get it, getting to the Western Conference Finals team thing. But you just need a couple rounds of playoff success to, to get LeBron's done it. Good side. LeBron's done it with a bum ass team. Yeah. And, but LeBron used to play defense. So that's another thing with Luka. You know, you don't play defense. Now, Jokic gets away with it because Jokic is serviceable on that end. But I don't know. I think it's good dialogue. I think give me an MVP. Get me to the third round of the playoffs. Get me to the Western Conference Finals. Luca, I will crown you the, the best in the world. Your numbers are there. Your net rating, all the advanced analytics point to you. You are the chosen one. You are the you are the prince that was promised. But you know, we gotta put it together some uh you know, some playoff success. But to the bulk of this episode, um, we're going to be predicting and talking about the potential NFL playoffs, and this will involve us running through each of the games in Week 17 and Week 18. Just give me one second. I'm going to pull up clinching scenarios. As all Obviously, there are big, big implications going on this week. But without further ado, we can get started. First week 17 game we want to talk about is Jets and Browns. Jets are mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. However, for the Cleveland Browns, they can clinch a playoff berth with a win or a Steelers loss or Buffalo loss or Jacksonville lost or Houston loss plus Indy loss. So they have five different scenarios. Easiest one is winning in and they're hosting the Jets. I like Joe Flacco a lot better than other backup quarterbacks because of who he is. This guy legit has nothing to lose. Like if they if they cut him, I promise you he would not, he would not care. He's had his career. Um, that's why I think he plays a little differently. Strong arm, gunslinger. Uh, that's how how he's always been. I think you of all people uh, would have a word or two on Flacco about he how he plays. Uh, but I I, pers- I have the Browns in this game. I think their defense is um, the best in the league at, at the moment, or, or second to, to Baltimore, um, as what they did was absolutely phenomenal. If you would have uh, said you... that, that the Cleveland Browns, or the Pittsburgh Steelers are the third best de- defense in the AFC North for the year. Yeah, a defense that has T.J. Watt, Minka, first-round talent corner and Joey Porter, uh, Alex Highsmith, I mean, who if you okay, if you said that? Fair, to be fair, Minka hasn't played much this year. Fair, fair, I'll give you that. But um, as for Jets Browns, I mean, who do you have for this game? I know we were talking about the the potential starting of Joe Flacco in fantasy, but uh, just from a, got, a win standpoint, I got the Browns. Um, it's like a, and I got twenty one to fourteen game. That's respectable. I, I don't really care who rolls out for quarterback for the Jets. Uh, that Browns defense doesn't – and they don't really care who you are, to be uh, to be honest. So, Yeah, Trevor uh, Semyon probably going to start. Actually, get, give me Browns uh, 27-7. Uh, and I think Semyon throws a pick six <laughs> to Greedy I, Williams. So, no, he I like uh, Greg, Greg, uh, the Newsome dude. I will say I like the connection that – 
Flacco has with these guys. Because unlike the younger guys, you know, unlike DTR, PJ Walker, oh, did, who's a vet, but DTR PJ on Walker, IR for the year. Yeah. So PJ Walker is the official backup now, but Flacco, he knows where guys are going to be. He's his evident, his experience is very evident, in my opinion. He already has a really good relationship with Ninjoku, it seems like. He loves Amari Cooper. That is very evident. Amari uh, Cooper had a career day. Uh, I'm pretty sure first Browns receiver ever with back-to-back 1,000-yard uh, seasons. Was that correct? Yeah. That's insane. Uh, For one of the most historic franchises in NFL history. And Amari Cooper etched his name in their history book. That, that's he's phenomenal. also, I believe he's the only person ever to have two 1,000-yard seasons on three different teams. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. I mean, he's he's had several stops, but there's no doubting this guy is valuable. Still, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the, in the game. I think he's one of the best route runners. Like, one of the rare receivers that can really do it all. Um, and, he's and like he a... Get, he doesn't get his flowers. Day, he's going to be like Doug Baldwin. People are going to forget about Coop. I think he's a little better than Doug. Doug. I mean, Doug's cool. Doug will end up being forgotten just because he didn't have the insane numbers. But those who know, know. Amari Cooper, kind of in that little patch of like Keenan Allen, Mike Evans. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, you don't got to overthink it. These are going to be gold jacket guys eventually, in my opinion. Um, For sure. Uh, but we can move on to... Um, Next game, I'm just going to go right, and I'm going to go down and go all the way back over. So kind of going in a big circle here. So we have the Lions visiting the Cowboys. As for the Lions, there are no clinching scenarios this week. And for the Cowboys, there are also no clinching scenarios this week. However, both are already clinched into a playoff spot, and the Lions have already won the NFC North title. They're shot at the one seed very long at this point, if they even have one. Cowboys, they're shot to even win the division at this point. However, if Dallas does lose with a Philadelphia win, Philadelphia does clinch the NFC East title, would be the first team since the 04 Eagles to win back to back NFC East division titles. Uh, but to this game, you got the da- a Dallas team coming off a whooping and a close call. You got the Lions coming off a win against the Vikings and a close one to win their first division title in uh, my lifetime. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I think Dallas gets it done. I think they're a better football team. I think the Lions are like the Ferrari. They got all the new fancy shiny wheels. But sometimes you forget to oil the wheel and it might fall off. Sometimes you ignore that check engine light, you know. Um, I would agree. Now, where both of these teams I think are kind of similar is in that aspect. They have a really good wide receiver one in Amon Ross St. Brown. And then for the Cowboys respectively, they have CeeDee Lamb, who has been a top three receiver this year. In my opinion, defenses are, I would say at least Cowboys, they've shown spurts of like elite defense. The Lions, however, they've just been a bad defense all year, plain and simple. Uh, Jared Goff might be able to get his against this Cowboys team. They might be able to apply some pressure, but I really don't like their back end, especially, you know, Without Trevon Diggs, unfortunately, um, I, do, I really don't like their back end. However, I do trust their defense more than Detroit's. So 
I will go with Dallas in this as well. Uh, I don't. I can't see them losing three in a row. I can't see them losing at home. I don't think they've lost at home all year. Uh, I like Dak and, and his offense for a bounce back game. If you're playing the Lions, it's a perfect opportunity to get your offense right, which is why I wish the Eagles could have saw them this year. But nonetheless, yeah. So we're gonna go Cowboys in this one. Then we got this is this is this is this was a huge game last year early in the year. This one is going to be Dolphins at the Baltimore Ravens. As for the Ravens, their clinching scenarios this week to clinch the AFC North, a win. To clinch the one seed, they need a win. They can also clinch the North with a Cleveland loss, but it's as simple as getting the one and only first round bye in the AFC. Baltimore has to win. As for Miami, they can clinch an AFC East title with a win or a Buffalo loss, but of course, the easiest one is always winning your in. Thoughts on Miami versus Baltimore, Danny? Yeah, it's it's going to be another game of the year. Um, I think Baltimore has to keep that level of intensity up. Sometimes in big games, they've showed up. In like games when they played the Steelers, not really a big game. And they, they showed up, but they gave, they gave it up at the end of the game. So keep the foot on the gas. And you saw at the end of the game yesterday. The Niners, Darnold had a semi comeback. Like he, at the end, he had of the a game, touchdown. Like, he almost had another touchdown drive. Yeah, like it's, it's it wasn't a comeback, but it was like a, I'm keeping you a check. Yeah, I will say we, we'll talk about this more when we get all the way around to San Fran. Is that hey that uh, those last two drives by Darnold did not help <laughs> Brock Purdy agendas whatsoever. Not, not to all. say, Dude. not to say that is a literal plug and chug. QB offense, but like it has he been. Looked, he, he looked a lot better than you, than you did, Purd. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, has it not? I, has it not been a plug and chug in the Purdy last five is years? Be- Purdy is the best quarterback by far in Shanahan's Niners tender. It's not even close. He's by far the most efficient. I still th- he's obviously still the quarterback for this team. I don't think that's really up for interpretation. But uh, back to what you were saying uh, about. Miami versus Baltimore. Yeah. So the Ravens have all the goods to take care of a team like Miami. Elite pressure. They got to Brock Purdy early and often and started him. Got him off that first read, made him had to play make a little bit. It's almost like he's a game manager. It's almost like one of the best dual threat quarterbacks of all time said that. Um, and not to say, you know, Tua off his first read isn't a bad quarterback. That's not what I'm getting at. But anybody under this Baltimore pressure is going to be really bad. Except um, for Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett put up 17 points. And 225 yards. That's not really that much, man. I, I don't know what that kind of flex was, but. It wasn't um, really a flex. It was just a uh, yeah. Kenny Pickett-ism. He's not good. Hey, anyway, he has the Ravens number. We beat them last year in Baltimore, and he beat them this year. You beat two zero. You beat Snoop. Congratulations. Anyway, uh, Kenny Pickett won't be an NFL quarterback next year, so don't worry Correct. about that. Drake May will be though. Uh, yeah, and he won't be a Steeler fam. He will not be. He'll be a Commander. 
Maybe. We'll get to them later. Miami and Baltimore. So Baltimore, like I was saying, all the makes to take down a team like the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. They can get the pressure. They got the corner one. You have Kyle Hamilton, who's playing like one of, if not the best safety in the NFL. Injury is scary. Injury is scary. We're hoping. I haven't seen any news on it, which I is actually good. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to do a quick Google search on that um, as I continue. Uh, the linebacker duo for Baltimore, best in the league. Uh, I mean, they said it doesn't look too bad. Hopefully back by playoffs. Yeah, I think they could. And they could probably live in a game like this without him. If they have to go with a shootout into a shootout with Miami, I fully trust Lamar to, to win it. And third time's the charm, man, because we've said, we've said, um, we've said Dak was the MVP. We've said uh, Purdy was the MVP. Both of them continue to put up horrible games. Well, we didn't say Purdy was the MVP. We, the sports book said that, but, um, so hopefully, you know, Lamar, just hang on for two weeks and the award's yours, I promise. Um, but wait, wait, we have to start talking about Lamar being an all-time great. How many quarterbacks have two MVP awards? I believe it's a solid list of like seven guys, I believe. Yeah. yeah and it's, you, know, uh, you know who's not on that list? list. I don't no. think Drew Brees is on I don't think Drew Brees is on that Drew Brees list. Doesn't, Drew Brees doesn't have an MVP. Switch I'm saying. Is, to what not to say the award is flawed. Anybody who's won it has earned it, but like if Brock Birdie won an MVP and Le- and Drew Brees does not have one, there's something wrong with this game. Something is wrong with it. And that's why I'm kind of glad last night happened. And I'm not like I'm all for quarterbacks. I'm a quarterback dude, but all right, Purdy, there, there's Purdy 10, can win there's, MVP. There's 10 people, right? I guess I'm wait, but, wait. Can I guess let's, let's see? Let's give me a guess of 10. Okay. Um Peyton Manning, obviously. Uh, has what five of them? That's insane. Five times he was deemed the best player in football. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, obviously, he's yep. got what four. Rodgers has four. Yep, Is that correct. Okay, so I got three of them. Uh, Elway has a couple. Elway does not have. He doesn't have. Oh, oh, Favre. Favre. I, I got Favre. my white people mixed yeah. up. Favre, yeah. Okay. Favre. We got Manning, Brady, Rogers, Favre, Favre. Um, and these are all multiple time winners, right? We're we're going off multiple Correct. time winners. Mahomes, yep. uh, he is yep. he is a two piece. He's the um, recent. Yeah, he is. He's he's the most recent um, to do so. Um, we already said Brady. I'm trying to skim through the years. Obviously, uh, no one, one, no one. That's are these all? Active. Are these all quarterbacks? One in one is not a quarterback. One is not a quarterback. It is a two-time MVP. Ooh, you, you is it a running it. back? He's a running back. He played for an AFC North team. Played for an AFC North team, and he's a two AFC North running back, two-time you MVP. Get it. You get uh, Jim it. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Brown. So is that what I have five of them? You have five. You got one, two, three, four left. Four. Did Marino ever win two? He did not. Did Steve Young ever win two? Steve Young did. Who's Joe Montana. Counterpart? Correct. Bingo. Joe Montana. So would I have three left. more? I have two, two left. Two. Yeah. Okay. Um I feel like I'm kinda on a roll here. I'm not gonna lie. Uh Kurt you Warner. Are. 
Kurt Warner, and you got one left. I don't know if you're getting this. It's... E EJ's dad. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, he is EJ's dad. Yeah. Now Rice Legend EJ Warner. Um, I need this last one. Ooh. He's a uh, Pittsburgh native. Pittsburgh native. I don't oh, think I that gives you any. I don't know if that gives yeah, you. Yeah, I say that. <laughs> I don't think that really helped. Uh, what? He's, an, he's an old. He's an old head. He's like an like old like we're talking seventies old head. Um, uh, yeah. Was we're it talking, Nah, we're talking. Stallback didn't get too many. We're talking. We're talking. Nineteen fifty six rookie. <laughs> Was it Night Train Lane? Like I don't know. <laughs> like I, he's, I'm not. he's a quarterback, dude. I mean, uh, he, he played from nineteen fifty six to, to nineteen seventy three. His career, Where's he played it? on the Raven, the Ravens, and they played for San Diego in one year. Wait, 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 wait. When did he play? You said fifty-six through seventy-three. How he played the Ra- Why? How do you play? Oh, you said the Raiders. I thought you said ba- Ravens. Uh, no, Baltimore. Sorry. The oh, Ravens. Baltimore Colts. Baltimore Colts. Oh, Johnny Unitas. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. The oh, Ravens. That's my guy. Play. That used to. I, I actually used to make a goat case for him. Not gonna lie. Okay. So yeah. Lamar wins a second MVP. We're in that territory. All those guys are Hall of Famers. Mahomes going to be a Hall of Famer. He's an all-time great. We'll have the conversation. And with Lamar, he's the prime example of, like, just ignore the numbers, man. Because Gus Edwards has 12 touchdowns with, like, like 36 yards combined. Like, it's not – not to say Gus Edwards hasn't been, you know, big for this team, but – Speaking of plug and chug play, the running back position is legit plug and chug, plug and chug play because of Lamar Jackson's threat to carry the ball, which he's made several big plays this year. And last night, shook Fred Warner out of his boots. Who does that to Fred Warner? Besides Zay Flowers, literally thirty minutes later in that game. But, um, yeah, I have I have Baltimore over Miami in this one. I think the defense will get it done. I think Lamar, if he has to get into a shootout, which I don't think he'll need to, if he has to get into a shootout, I trust him to take down Tua and Tyreek and the gang. Um, and that would wrap up the AFC for them. They would have the one seed. Who do you have? Yeah, I got the Ravens. Uh, I think the Ravens handle business down. I believe they're down in – yeah, they're at home. I have, They're at home. They're handling business. Lamar right. standing on business. Now, Buffalo is hosting New England next week, and they and Buffalo has a million scenarios. So, you know, we're not going to go through every single one of them. Point is, they need to win if they want to clinch a playoff spot this week, which most likely won't happen. Um, I personally don't see this. them getting swept by the Patriots in 2023. So, I'm going to go. No, I'm going Buffalo. The Black Magic has run out. I'm not picking the Patriots to beat them again. Yeah, no. Uh, it was it was a gutsy call to do it one time. Fool me once, shame on you. You fool me, you can't get fooled again. You're correct there. Yeah, none of really talk about Josh Allen continuing. Bills continuing. Uh, just gonna run over the Patriots. Help the Patriots I'm, get get Caleb Williams. I'm thinking more of like a a Bills Patriots playoff game a couple of years ago when they won fifty to ten. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was brutal. Mac Jones, when there's when there's no wind. My roommate 
and a Patriots fan went to that game. He paid like <sighs> 50 bucks, but he was in Buffalo in five degree weather. Yeah, I mean, so. that game was brutal. All right, now we're going to a supreme mid-off to two teams who are not mathematically eliminated. Uh, but they have a shot. Justin, Justin Fields' future team, the Atlanta Falcons, versus his current team, the Chicago Bears. Um, no scenarios for either of these teams. Not mathematically eliminated. However, if Atlanta loses, well, they are eliminated. If Tampa Bay wins, if Tampa Bay wins, they clinch the division. But if Tampa Bay ties and Atlanta loses, they also clinch the division. So no, no room for error on. Um, the Falcons end, but I gotta say I really like what the Bears have come uh, become ever since they got Montez Sweat. That defense looks like something you can really build off of, and Justin Fields has looked like a quarterback of a guy you can really build off of, in my opinion. Um, it just begs in the question: like, what are they gonna do if they have you know, they have the Panthers pick? They're gonna get the number one overall pick. Can you justify just drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. instead of you know trading back and getting him? Uh, future talk, but again, neither of these teams out of playoff contention. Both these teams fight for playoff live. It's going to be in the Windy City, I think, for that reason. I'm going to go with Fields and the Bears. Indeed, I am as well. Uh, your logic gets it done, dude. I mean, it has been a great comeback for the Bears. And they got the first overall pick from the Panthers. Uh, thank you, Panthers. Yeah, and, and it's a great struggle to have. Like, like don't get it wrong. It's like, oh, like... I, I if I were a Bears fan, I'd love this situation. Yeah, you might love Fields. Uh, Caleb is probably the better. Pro- he's one hundred percent the better prospect. But you can't lose if you fall back and draft the generational wide receiver talent. That's good. You decide you want to go with the quarterback. It's fine. It's fine. You can't lose. It's a good problem to have, in my opinion. Bears win a loss that would effectively put an end to the Falcon season. Uh, not to guarantee that the this even keeps uh, the Bears alive. They don't have their they don't control their own destiny. Now this is a these are two teams still very much in the thick of things. The Raiders, led by Antonio Pierce, heading to Indianapolis to play Shane Steichen's Colts. Shane Steichen very very much in the coach of the year race, in my opinion. He's very much missed in Philadelphia. If that wasn't already evident. Um, what do you got for this one? I mean, these are two like tough AFC teams. I right, the Raiders. Uh, their defense, Antonio Pierce, has been coaching them. The Colts do not seem like a threat to me at all. Uh, the Steelers played probably the worst game they've played all year when they played them. The Colts do just they they don't have the it. Um, the Steelers don't have the it either. But like the Colts don't have the it, and right now the Raiders have the it. They they have that uh- swagger. I'm going to ask you this question because I know what you're going to say to me. The Colts do have that it. Do you know where he is? He's on the bench. I mean, not well, he had a shoulder injury. I mean, he's on IR. Anthony Richardson is that it, man. I can't even say, like, I don't know what this season would look like with him at quarterback. It's probably going to look like a lot of turnovers. It's also going to look like a lot of highlight plays. It'll also look like him and Jonathan Taylor read option that would probably drive defensive coordinators insane. Shane Steichen, um, where are you in Philadelphia? Because we need you, man. The, the Eagles are hoping you get fired. Uh, yeah, so blow, the, come blow the season. Have an allegation with a coworker and come back. <laughs> no, you legitimately, uh, you, you've done a great job with the team. Um, you took a team yeah. that 
once your rookie quarterback, your star guy went down, you turned his team into something that people really weren't believing in. Your veteran linebacker got cut, signed with the Eagles. And now you're like, where do we go? We're still in the thick of it. We're still in the thick of it. Right now, they still are the seventh seed in the AFC. Who would have ever thought they're lined up to play the Dolphins as the second seed right now? Um, I See, I'm going to go with the Colts, though. I'm going to go with the Colts. I trust in their offense a lot. Um, I really love that Gardner Minshew has been able to take care of the ball while still providing some some spark. If Michael Pittman is back, back is going to be huge for that pass game. The Raiders, I do see the vision, though. They're they're riding the high. Uh, a huge game against the best quarterback in the game on the road, you know, and not the most perfect weather. Um, Aiden O'Connell has just been managing the game. You know, it hasn't been pretty whatsoever. One would say he's probably holding the team back maybe. But, um, yeah, I, I see your vision. I'm just a really big fan of the Colts' run game. I like what Gardner Mitchell has been able to provide as a quarterback and Shane Seconds' play calling has – not missed a beat. He's one of, if the best play crawler in the NFL, maybe probably Shanahan over him still, but there's no shame in being second to Kyle Shanahan in in play calling. Uh, So I I guess at this, I guess at this point we would have to like flip a coin that I don't have. And I didn't prepare for. Do you have a coin on you by any chance? Um, I do not. Here, I got us. Do not fear. I have this right here. GLD. I got one, I got one. I got one. Heads is GLD. The back is not GLD. Nah, I got a coin. I got a nickel. Heads or tails? I'll take tails. Tails for the Raiders. Tails for the Raiders. Heads for the Colts. Oh, I messed that up. I think I dropped it. Where it might have fell under me here. Where will we flip again? Tails for Raiders, heads for Colts. It is heads. You won't be able to see that, but there you go. It's heads for the Colts. We'll have the Colts winning this one, and that'll effectively put them at the moment in the lead for the NFC South with a nine and seven record. As we hasn't we haven't got to Jacksonville yet. Jacksonville is going to be playing the Carolina Panthers. They're going to host the Panthers. I'm it's taking a must win. It's a must, it's a must win. win, and it's a must if, win against a, against a team that's given out wins. So I'll tell you, I'm going to let you know this: they are not in contention for the division if they lose this week and the Colts and the Texans win. Yeah, I don't think they can afford to lose. And luckily, they, no, they, they, no, not even like think. They can't because the the Colts play the Texans week 18. Yeah. I mean, they can still get one of the wild cards. Um, but, but you know, being from you an wanna, you, you, team to a, gotta, a, a, yeah. a seven seed wild card, pathetic. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, in a must win, you're, you're, like I just said, you're playing a team that's giving out wins. Um, I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat uh, the Panthers at home. A good game, good chance for the offense to start finding its footing. You know, a Packers offense just gave that same defense 30. I think even a 60% potential of what this Jags offense can be can can get it done. Yeah, you got good that bounce right. back up. Op- yeah, good bounce back opportunity. No, no long talk uh, going with the Jaguars. I don't believe they have any 
clinching scenarios. Oh, uh, they do. They can clinch a playoff berth and the AFC South title with a win plus a Indy and um, Houston loss. But we have Indianapolis winning, so they will not be clinching anything. Uh, Titans versus Texans. The Texans beat the Titans without C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud with a chance to come back. I think that one's pretty clear who we're going with. We going with yeah, going with Houston. Yeah, okay. Yeah, come on. Next one. Next one's pretty pretty big on playoff implications. At least in the wild card, you have Minnesota hosting Green Bay. I was big on Green Bay a couple weeks ago to potentially run the table. They have not shown me the best thing since, especially on Joe Brady's defensive end. Um. I'm going with Minnesota. I think they're just a completely different team. No matter who's a quarterback, completely different team when you have Justin Jefferson in the game, best receiver in the game, all-time trajectory. Defense, like you said last week with with uh, how the Ravens would beat the Niners, is that so far this year it's taken the Browns, who are one of the best defensives in the league, and Brian Flores, who is one of the greatest masterminds on the defensive end, to beat the Niners. I think he'll provide that again confused the young Jordan love and Justin Jefferson is probably just going to dunk on them all game and uh, figure that out. That's just how I think things will play out there. Yeah. I think you said it perfectly. Um, I think the Vikings get it done. Yeah. So with a Vikings win, at least for right now, still sitting behind uh, Seattle for that seventh seed. Now Broncos chargers. I'm just effectively going Broncos, who are not mathematically eliminated, but the Chargers are, and they're out here uh, paying East no, Stick the, like quarterback. They're not real. You're like, shut up. Like, they're, they're not yeah. real. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, without Herbert, it's a mess. Now you have another team, not mathematically eliminated, but coming off a crushing defeat to a division rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, head on the road to Arrowhead. Again, just kind of like the Jaguars, perfect opportunity for a bounce-back game. Kansas City. I mean, we just saw Mason Rudolph light up the secondary Mahomes could legit have Walmart workers out there. I think he can light up this Bengal secondary just as well at home. Not going to lose two in a row at home. In my opinion, Heck no. good week, good week to figure something out. Jake Browning, obviously a fraud Kansas city defense. Good. So I agree. I'm going Kansas city. Yep. You can run through Yep. We can keep running through that. Yep. Okay. Now the big one, Seattle versus Steelers. Currently constructed, Seattle is the seventh seed, and the Steelers are just a game or two or a game and a half or something like that out of the seventh seed in the AFC. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I think Seattle is going to either come out and play their best game and whoop us up, or Tomlin keeps it close. And I think Tomlin's going to keep it close. It's going to be like a 24-21 game. Uh, I don't know who's starting, you know, Smith or Drew Locke, but they're going to get coverages they haven't really seen before. Our defense has been stepping it up. So I think the Steelers whoop up usually. Like, they don't let practice squad quarterbacks do crazy stuff. They don't let well, – Gino was a Pro Bowl guy last year. I mean, he hasn't been, like, amazing this year, but – Practice squad's a little rough. I think Gino is going to play, though, from what I know so far. Well, they don't let non-elite quarterbacks dice their defense up, historically. 
So yeah, yeah. I think they keep it close, and Gino gets an L for the first time since 1984, uh, I believe. In on the road, uh, the Steelers haven't won in Seattle since in the 1980s. Yeah, I, originally I was flipped with you pre pre show. I was flipped with you. But uh, the more I'm starting to think about the Pittsburgh defense, the more I like how they match up with Seattle. I like Joey Porter being the super physical corner, match a physical guy like DK Metcalf, or he could put his hands on the smaller Tyler Lockett. Um, I'm not sure if Mink is playing. I haven't been paying uh, attention over there. He's looking like he's going to play. And if he's going to no... yeah, yeah, play, I bro. love him. If he's going to play, I love him over top of, of, of the slot. Not necessarily guarding JSM, but providing that extra help. He's been really stepping it up lately, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I love him over top, protecting the deep shots from uh, from Tyler Lockett. Obviously, love him in the run game, um, almost playing like that extra linebacker. Uh, Minka has been, like we said about Kyle Hamilton, Minka has been one of, if not the best safeties in the game, when he's at least on the field. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I think you've convinced me. And I think the, the more I think about these matchups, I think I want to go with Pittsburgh in this one, Seattle's defense. How will they disrupt Mason Rudolph, who is projected to make his second start of the season in his first start? He was phenomenal, but you do know, uh, back of quarterbacks, they come and they go, but kind of like Mason Rudolph, he's, he's not like a Jake Browning. He's not like a Tommy DeVito. He's been in this for a lot longer. He's a little closer to a Jacoby Brissett. He's, he's done this before. He's going to take his shots. He's got chemistry with the guys. Clearly. He likes George Pickens a lot. So uh, if if Mason Rudolph can find a way to get the ball to uh, George Pickens early and often, I like Pittsburgh to win this game on the road, and I think I'm going to pick them as well. And with that win, that would put Minnesota into the seventh seed uh, with a Seattle loss. Uh, we have the Niners heading into Washington. Pissed the hell off that they just got destroyed on Christmas. I don't think there's no... No need for long talk there. We got Saints versus the Bucks. The Bucks clinch with a win. They are home. Mr. Mayfield is on fire. I'm going with the Buccaneers. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, Danny's been fighting the long fight. With, not with me, but longer than me as well about Baker Mayfield. He's been, he's been Mr. December so far. He's been great. Saints are bad. I think, and with this win, the Buccaneers would clinch the AFC South or the NFC South. Home playoff game, baby. And would have a home playoff game. They would have a home playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. And they also would be one of the hottest teams in football, which I would still pick Dallas to win that game. But I think they would actually have a better shot from last year. And that team had Tom Brady. So I like what the Bucs have been this year. Eagles Cardinals. I'll take the Eagles. In overtime, because <laughs> no that's way. just the, that's just how they've been this year. That is just how things have been. I am going to take Philly though to get this win, and with that win, um, with that win, they're not they haven't they would not have clinched the. I would say yeah, I do not believe a win. Yep, they would need a win and a Dallas loss to clinch the NFC East. But all is well with that win. Also with that Niners win. And Detroit loss. They would also need a Philly loss to clinch the one seed, but that did not happen. We did not say so. And then last game of the week 17 slate, uh, Rams Wait. versus Giants. Wow. The Eagles almost want the 
they almost want the Cowboys to win this week. Because if the Lions win, the Lions didn't play San Francisco. So if San Francisco happens to lose week 18 and be dropped down to 12 and 5, the Lions would have the one seed because they, they beat the Cowboys. Well, I think anybody will be cool going to Detroit and um, getting a win. But I assume we're going Rams over Giants here. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Rams over Giants in a close game. Um, Giants have, have this grit right now, but they want to get a franchise guy, whether it be at receiver and Marvin Harrison. Marv would be really, really game-changing for them. Yeah, I mean, they don't really have the um, the receiving threat to take you out, uh, you know, off the top or just take over a game. Uh, you know, the Rams, they have two of those guys. They got Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, um, who I believe Puka is overtaking over Stroud in Offensive Rookie of the Year just due to Stroud being out, you know. Uh, but I was Washington just really currently – uh, we'll, we'll rip off the top 10 draft picks so far. Chicago, yeah, Arizona, Washington, New England, New York, L.A., the Chargers, uh, Tennessee, Chicago, the Jets, and the Falcons. I see a team that really could go get Marv that is scary is the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that would make it very scary. Now, real quick for – I guess before we move on to the week 18 and rip off the how we think week 18 will go, uh, we might as well just do our hots and locks while we're here. Uh, I, agree. I guess I want to say my hot, I mean, we already given all our wins and stuff, uh, but I would say my lock is San Fran over Washington. That's yeah. I guess my hot take would be Pittsburgh over Seattle. Um, I'm pretty sure Seattle's probably favored to win their home. Pittsburgh game beat them there in a minute. I'll take Mason Rudolph in his second start at uh, at Seattle. Yeah, give me in my lock my uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Enough said there. I don't got to get you know, to that too much. Yeah, no long talk. And yeah, I guess I have to I go. Say, I guess your hot would be the Raiders at Indy. But they're yeah. kind of really evenly stacked. There's not really that much of a hot take, but yeah, that um, would be my hot take. The Raiders at Indy. That's the only really aside from the Steelers, like Tony selected. That's the only really yeah. hot take. Um, yeah. I don't see that many coming down the stretch, and when you get the playoffs, you see the team that's favored winning a lot more. I feel. Yeah, yeah, because you you start to really you know figure out things out. All right, well, with how things are before we move on to our week eighteen ones that I promise won't take as long. AFC is Baltimore Ravens clinched the one seed. Then from two through four, you have Miami, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and then five through seven is Cleveland, Buffalo, and Indy. And the NFC Niners, one seed but not clinched. And then two through four, you have Philadelphia, Detroit, Tampa Bay. Five through seven is Dallas, LA Rams, and Minnesota. But now on to week 18, Seattle versus the Cardinals. I'm going to take Seattle. Oh, it's at Arizona, if that matters to you. Then Kyler plays spoiler. I'm with you. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna take. I'm, I think I'll have Kyler play spoiler here. I'm taking Seattle. Um, 
Just taking Seattle. Yeah, I think uh, I think Kyler will play spoiler. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, where's my coin at? I think we're gonna. I think he'll keep it close, but the organization will tell him, "Don't let the Washington Commanders get the two seed, get the fair, number two fair, overall fair. pick." I for, yeah, John. Yeah, forgot about that. Okay, we'll go with Seattle there. Seattle will win back the seven seed with that, and I'll assume they would need a Vikings loss. Now I'm gonna go Steelers over Ravens. Ravens won't be playing nobody. They've got everything wrapped up. So, like Danny was telling me before the show, Steelers went out, get some help, and they'll have the seven seed, which right now they currently do. I think the Panthers would get a win over the Bucks with the Bucks sitting everybody. They can't really move up in the rankings. I like Panthers at home over the Buccaneers backups and a good one, uh, ironically. Would you agree? We're going to see Kyle Trask show. Give me the Kyle yeah. Trask over Bryce Young. Ain't no way, man. I don't know where my coin went, and there's I'm not flipping uh, for Kyle Trask, dude. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Oh, that game game is essentially irrelevant to the standings, regardless. Yeah, so it is. Then we can move on. Browns, Bengals. I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, the Browns defense is way too I good. Like them, for the I like them to ruffle some feathers. Now the Lions and, statistically, I think, can still move up in the seating. So I don't think they will be sitting against the Vikings. They will not. Bless you. Bless the Lions, if everything goes to part, they will be playing for the one seed next week. Yeah, I like them at home against Minnesota. I do so, too. I think they will could possibly blow them out. It's possible. Now we got Packers, Bears in Green Bay. Going to take Justin Fields, or I'm going to take Jordan Love to continue the ownership. I like that as well. All right, and then we got Texans-Colts. Huge game in Indianapolis. I think I'm going to go with Stroud, Ryans, and the guys in this one. I think I, I don't know who – I don't know if Stroud's healthy. Um, let's see Stroud time. should be healthy by that point. I would love to take Stroud. Um, their previous game – the Colts won 31-20. Stroud did not look – he looked really good, but somehow he 384, two touchdowns, and an L. And an L, which is – that's brutal. So, which which tells me Stroud could play good and they could lose. So, with that logic, give me Indianapolis Colts. You're going Colts. I'm going um... – but I don't know where my coin went, so it's it's a true flip. It's a true flip. Yeah, it it is a true flip. Just I'll I'll pick Colts here just because they're home, which I think is fairs. Chiefs are gonna dog walk the Chargers. Cowboys are gonna dog walk Commanders. Uh, this one, uh, it's Jacksonville at Tennessee. Do you I'm remember last year, Josh Dobbs versus Trevor Lawrence for the playoffs for spot? the division, man. For the division. Here we are one year later. I'm going to go Jacksonville. Playing for their playoff division. live division. Crown lives. I got them over the much less talented Tennessee Titans. I don't have them playing spoiler here. This one. This one reminds me of a couple years ago. It's Rams versus Niners, except roles are opposite. The Rams are the ultra-talented team that has picked it up late. The Niners are the uber-talented team that has just shown it all year. And 
the Niners ended up winning it that time in LA. Do you see LA potentially playing spoiler here to the ramp to the Niners in Santa Clara? They need it for their playoff lives. And I think they get it done. Um, Do you think the Rams get it done on the road? Last time they played, they, it was the earlier. This was, was thirty to twenty-three, close game. September seventeenth, believe it was week two. Brock Purdy did not look great per se. Jawan Jennings had the second most yards on the Niners. I think I'll ride with you here. I think the Ravens provided a little bit of a formula. I think the Rams got the goods for it. Rush the passer, stop the run. You know they have, really good run defense. They have the good Aaron Donald. Yeah. I mean, they do allow a lot of receptions to running backs, which is, can, you know, can allow Christian McCaffrey to uh, maybe get in some space and work. But with Tackle that well, win, good. with that win and an Eagles win against New York, because uh, two wins against New York is booked for the Eagles every year, that would put Philadelphia back in the one seed for these playoffs. We certainly did not draw it up that way. Um, then well, we have two teams that are eliminated from playoff contention Falcons, Saints. I'm picking, I'm picking a tie. I'm picking a tie. You want to pick a tie? We can pick a tie. Sure. Tie there. Two teams. Jets, Jets, Patriots. Bill Belichick. You know who's going to start for the out. Saints that week? Who? J-Mo? Nope. Taysom Hill? Talking about. Oh, 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 oh. Jake Hayner, oh, baby. Uh, yeah, Jake Hayner. That zest fest. As for Jets, Patriots, Bill Belichick, you'll go out, you'll you'll go out in a blaze of glory, my man. The same way you came into New England, the same way you're going out, and that's fucking the New York Jets over. Hell yeah! All right, now this is real quick. Broncos, Raiders. I think they're both mathematically eliminated by this point. They go Raiders. Be. I'll go Raiders for vibes. And now, Bills. Dolphins in Miami for the division like we've been talking about for three weeks now. A Dolphins victory puts the Pittsburgh Steelers into the playoffs. A Buffalo victory puts Miami to the sixth seed and Indianapolis to the seventh seed. Are you saying what you want? Are you that's, say no, that's, what that's, you think? no, no, no. Yeah, those are scenarios. I know that, but what is your brain telling you? I'll, I'll pull up some, uh, I'm pretty sure last year they Miami won in Miami and then Buffalo won in Buffalo and then Buffalo won in the playoffs in Buffalo. Not pretty, but they did win. Or why you look that up? Uh, record versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh. The last, let's say the last seven times, they, eight, eight times they've played, you got Bills, Bills have won seven out of the last eight. They, they've won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine out of the last ten against the Miami Dolphins. With the Dolphins winning 21-19 in the only game since – Dating back to 2018. I think with the division on the line, 
Josh Allen's been in his fair share of big games. He's been in an AFC championship game. He's been in do or die shootout with an all-time great quarterback. And I think if the, we have them winning, we have them beating the Patriots in week 17, four game win streak heading into Miami, Miami. We have hypothetically losing to Baltimore. I mean, the win against Dallas was marvelous. Like I, I will not lie. That was a huge game for them. I'm going to take Buffalo to do the season sweep on them. And, and that hurts because I really do like Miami at home. I think Josh Allen and Sean McDermott have a little bit more of a, I can't even say championship pedigree because they haven't won anything, but they've been in big games. They've been in big games and they've shown out. So I agree. I want to, um, I'm going to go Buffalo. It's going to be would, the game of the year, probably flexed to Sunday night football. Need it. If it comes true. Uh, yeah. Two was going to throw Tyreek Hill every single play. You got Waddle. Okay. The only thing that kills me, Waddle might not be healthy. He apparently is not. If Waddle, yeah. If Waddle's not healthy, 110% get me Buffalo. Because if all eyes shift to Tyreek, not that you can do much anyway, but it, your third option becomes. I mean, uh, Raheem, Ho, Raheem Mostert's a good guy to lean on, but you got to, you're playing the Bills. You got to, you know, you're going to have to throw the ball. So. And what this tells me, if I'm Miami Dolphins. I'm trading everything I got in the draft for Brock Bowers. Whoa. Yeah, for, for an elite tight end. Um, I would like to see him bulk up the line. Just a lot of injury-prone guys on the line, so maybe that could help yeah. him out a little bit. But with what we have constructed, we have the Ravens as the one seed, as we mentioned already, clinched that up. In the wild card in the AFC, we have the two-seeded Buffalo Bills on a five-game win streak hosting – the Indianapolis Colts at 10 and 7. Kansas City, third seed, 11 and 6, hosting the six seeded 11 and 6 Miami Dolphins in a rematch of the German game. Or was it Mexico? I, I don't remember. I believe it was uh, Germany. Then, You're correct. Then you have the 10 and 7, fourth seeded Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the fifth seeded 12 and 5 Cleveland Browns in the NFC. Let's make quick picks in the AFC real quick. Give me the Buffalo Bills. I agree. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree. And give me the Cleveland Browns, which then I sets agree. up for a Baltimore versus Cleveland second round and Buffalo versus Kansas City, a game we would love to see. So yeah, these would that, be that, that that whole yeah, we need this. Y'all y'all should be rooting for our picks. Y'all should be rooting for our picks. You want this. You need this. You know what? You need it even more. Let's say, hypothetically, Anthony Richardson is good for to go for the playoffs. In my bizarro world that I said so, Josh Allen versus AR, moving mountains. We're here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that would be a marvelous divisional round. But to the NFC, Eagles are the one seed. Two-seeded, 12-5 and five San Francisco 49ers will host the 9-8 and eight Seattle Seahawks. The third-seeded Detroit Lions – 12 and 5 will host the six seeded 10 and 7 Los Angeles Rams. Four seeded NFC South champ Tampa Bay Buccaneers not at 9 and 8 will host the 12 and 5 Dallas Cowboys. So I we have two rematches from the last two years of the NFL playoffs. You got mm-hmm. Tampa Bay hosting Dallas. Dallas is going to get them, pack them up out of there. Unfortunately, we love Baker around here. Cowboys don't play about them weak teams, though. <laughs> 
So yeah, I got Dallas. San Fran will not play about Seattle either. They, got they never do, the last and team. they never do. It's almost like a D one team versus like it's almost like an FBS team versus an, versus like FCS. a group like 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 a, a power five versus a group of five. Like the like their 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 trenches just look different. It's so weird. Um, but uh, but the real one, I mean, Rams versus Rams versus Lions. Um, give me the upset in the go, Los Angeles. I'd go with Stafford. Hell yeah, hell yeah. If the Rams saw the Lions in the playoffs, I'm 100 going with the Rams. I think they're one of the hottest teams in football. You have two wide receiver ones effectively at this point. You got a real run game with Kyron Williams, and Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. He's been doing this for a, a long damn time. So, um, he's yeah, Matthew Stafford been doing this for a long time. I like the Rams pressure to put the pressure on golf. He ain't a good playmaker. Uh, if he sits back there pretty, he's going to make all the throws. He's going to make all the plays. I personally think that the Rams defensive line will be able to hold up for that weak back end. Um, I, I would, I would have Stafford going into his old home and getting a win. So that would set us up for Eagles versus the Rams in a rematch. And then you would have San Fran versus Dallas in a rematch. Lots of rematches. So yes, again, y'all should be rooting for these. Uh, to wait, wait, when the when did the Eagles play the Rams? If the the Eagles would play the Rams, if the Rams beat Detroit, no, no. oh, earlier this year, in a rematch. I don't remember oh, what we we Carter early, had no, two no. stacks. I thought uh, you meant in the playoffs. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. We haven't played them. Ever, right? No, I, I don't remember the last time we've played the Rams in the playoffs. It's probably but McNabb years, yeah. The Dallas Cowboys have played the San Francisco 49ers each of the last two years in playoffs. Cowboys getting up Cowboys uh Cowboys winning against the Niners. Mike Tomlin and Antonio Brown. <laughs> I'll tell you this if the Cowboys yeah. do get it done, it'd be a NFC East Championship. In the Philadelphia, real, winners, winners, the real NFC East champion. <laughs> I don't see it happening. I see the Niners getting it done. Yeah, no. Niners, Eagles, once again. Um, but everyone yeah, wants to that, see it, whether it's in Santa yeah. Clara or Philadelphia. Everyone wants to see it. We need the everyone rematch. wants to see whether Javon Hargrave was, was a snake for taking eighty four mil from the from the <laughs> Niners. Was a snake for was a snake for taking the bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, choose your brothers. Devonta Smith didn't snake. Uh, you could have been like uh Miles Sanders and went to the Panthers, just wow. chase the bag on an ass team, but chase the bag, yeah, you had to chase the bag on a good team, yeah. Well, we're a long overdue, so what we're gonna plan on doing, me and Danny will give you those summit savings this weekend. I promise we will not let you go without hearing our lays, even though we collectively as a group went over three last week, but. No biggie. Hey, we'll let Travis Kelsey, you, you and Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs, you bail, you you blow. Um, yeah, kind of did that. blow Danny's lay. Not gonna lie, um, but yeah, we're we're just gonna save the summit savings for this weekend. But we will let you guys know. Please do not think we forgot about y'all. But bulk of this episode was to talk about the playoffs. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in and for watching this on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, turn on post notifications, leave a comment. Comment what you think about our potential playoff picture. Who do you want to see sneak in into the playoffs? Who gets into the dance and makes things, you know, shakes things up all across the league? Uh, if you're listening to this on an audio platform, please like, download, leave a five-star rating. Um, keep showing this love. 
Um, uh, hope you guys all had a great Christmas, of course. Um, Danny, got anything to say before we get on out of here? From no Chris today, but from no, no culture by Migos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, from AP New Freezer, DC Comics, and hopefully Chris Coulter by Migos. Next CB week. will be back to give his lay this weekend. Yes, yes, he'll also be giving his light. Don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>